This podcast may contain language that is not suitable for all listeners. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment purposes and may not reflect the views and opinions of the hosts. Welcome to another episode of Without Definite Aim, a podcast where we utilize a random topic generator to dictate the direction of our conversation. I'm sorry we're cracking up at the beginning of this podcast because we're all stupid. Uh, It is episode 60, so we have a special guest. But first, let's introduce the host of this podcast. Of course, it is yours truly, Drewski. Hi, I'm the other host. My name's Stupid. (laughs) AKA, <laughs> AKA, 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 Vinny, AK forty-seven, Vinny. Uh, and we have the pleasure or um, non-pleasure, the un, the impleasure. The I provide you lots of pleasure. You son of a bitch. <laughs> this, is, this is true. Uh, I can just count the ways he provides me pleasure. He provides me intellectual p- pleasure. Uh, he provides me companionship pleasure, Both and of true. course, uh, <laughs> last but certainly, unequivocally not least, sexual pleasure. Of course, yeah, that's 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 it. Your love language is touch, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, yeah, yeah, I mean, yep, the yep, fact yep, that yep, you yeah. know that is, um, I mean, uh, I might have to relieve myself in a second. Um, but if you don't know, it is episode sixty. And 60 is divisible by five. So we have Senior Chris on, uh, as as always. Hi, Chris. As always. I'm just here. Yes, you can divide by five. I'm here. Hi, hello. Good to be here. Drew's clearly already drunk. I'm not. I, this is like, this is natural Drewski energy. It's the new... Oh, uh, he's gonna it's be. It's the new office. I'm getting a lot of energy from the, the Edison-style light on my desk. Um... I'll, I'll turn the camera so that uh, Vinny can see, although you can't really see the, the it's just light really to Vinny, but um, sure. Looks like the sun. Anyhow. For all of our, for all of our audio viewers of this podcast, um, the light is instead of being like a, a natural warm light is incredibly warm. In fact, almost a yellow or orangey hue. If you can just think about that in your mind, if you're driving right now, pull over, close your eyes, imagine the sun. That's the light, but small. I really hope Drew was going to tell me he had one of those like pink crystal fucking lights in his room and like this was his new car. <laughs> he was like in quarantine, Drew got into crystals and they're healing energy and dude basically to try and convince me to buy some fucking crystals check this out uh, dude it's yeah. my rosé light that we have in here him convincing you to buy crystals really just makes me think is there any like crystal mlm out there that i can be a part of i would really enjoy being part of some pyramid scheme yeah, for dude. crystals yeah, mary uh, Kay, the crystal division <laughs> Cut co crystals. Oh man, I want to yeah. see Chris in a in a pink light pink SUV. <laughs> yes, dude, a fucking like Mercedes with a the Mary fucking K crystal SUV, yeah. crystal co logo on it in cursive on the side, and he's just fucking. I mean, would you not drive a pink eighty thousand dollar car? Oh hell yeah! Come on, that you got for free. You know, I f- I feel like I I would really be able to sell crystals i think that like the the target audience for that if i could just get them in a room i could convince them of anything dude especially with that long hair right now oh man yeah for for once again for uh the 
the the viewers of this podcast who can't see um, my hair is my normal hair, except in this case, it's actually longer. It has increased in length uh, due to not cutting it. Wait, is that how that works? Because I yes, I believe so. I, yeah. My hair gets shorter over time. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> uh, it also gets blue. Yeah, it actually, the the natural life cycle of hair of Drew's hair is that it will become blue and then fall off. Yeah, I'm the Benjamin <laughs> Button of hairstyles. <laughs> So depressing. <laughs> Benjamin. It's okay. It just, it just regrows, dude. It's fine. It's yeah, coming back. It is we're, fine. We're all all right. Hey, guess what, boys? This episode is brought to you by Bentec. Bentec is established in 1992 and is based in Brisbane, Australia. Bentec is the, the old down under Aussies only manufacturer of stainless steel tube. I don't know what that was. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry, Bentec. I apologize. The company then takes the tube in various shapes and manufactures grab rails, handrails, boat rails, hi, hi, Captain, and a range of other products for the aged care, disability, and transport markets. You can find their lovely work at www.bentech.com.au. Uh, interesting fun fact about Bentec. They actually provided me with my hair curls. They, uh, they bent these <laughs> glorious locks into, into their beautiful shape. So if anybody's interested, go ahead and uh, hop over to their website. Specialty. Yes, thank it's a you. Robot. It's a robot dro- joke for those of you who don't know. Chris is <laughs> a robot. Both a robot joke and a joke curl. about my beautiful hair. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Thank you, Bentec, mm, for your beautiful products and for Chris's curls. <laughs> You're welcome. And so, and you know what? And and for supporting this podcast for sixty whole goddamn episodes. It's true. It's, it's amazing. It's crazy. I'm just glad someone supported us. <laughs> Aside from alcoholism, yep, they're pretty much the only ones. I know. I do have it in the uh, the show notes that hey, if you want to provide the podcast with some form <laughs> of alcohol, we'll give you a shout out. It's never happened. You know, I'm hopeful one day. It- Hey, I feel like didn't it happen? Did oh, yes, too. I, I'm it's an asshole. Ha- yeah. it, yes, it has happened. It has. How it's dare true. you? Yes, that was uh, rude of a me. For, a, a former colleague of ours by the name of uh, C and Son uh, provided us with a bottle of wine. It's true. It's true. Beautiful. Do, do you see Back. what I did there? Yeah, I do. Backtrack. Yeah. But uh, we'll move on. I think. <laughs> I think we're already just like so far off the rails, seven minutes in, and I feel like it always is. But um, Vinny, you have the random topic generator this fine evening. Do you not? I do, sir. Yes. Okay. Well, when you are prepared and ready and able, why don't you go ahead and and, um, press that button with your tongue, please, with your tongue, and we'll, we'll get the show on the road. Please, sir, with your tongue. Tongue punch the button. If you could dedicate your life to solving one problem, what problem would you choose? Hmm. So many options. Hmm. There are so many options. Especially, oh my god, Jesus! Especially nowadays. I mean, not that not <sighs> that these like issues that have come to like front and center of like the world basically have not been around but like it's just been uh exemplified and and my, my uh, uh it's been multiplied there we go that's the word um 
by uh, obviously like everything that's going on right now. So it's like, it's, it's a very pertinent question. Thank you, Vinny, for posing the question. Yeah, how, how, how poignant. Just so beautiful. Uh, it's pronounced poig- poignant. Poi- poignant. 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 Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, my, I'll, I'll put my problem right out there. The problem with the wall right now is Trump. <laughs> okay this is great how would you solve that problem though this is the real this is the real question i mean who, oh God, who? please say a bullet please say a bullet please say well a bullet. i was gonna say who killed jfk but okay <laughs> <laughs> wait Vinny, what, is that... it lee harvey oswald or did he kill abraham lincoln i always get uh <laughs> it's lee harvey oswald you got it yeah, is it, yeah. who killed? I mean, who, who killed abe because that's another uh... three named Oh my God, James Earl Jones! I know James Earl Jones. Wait, this is the narrative that we're that we're living in right now. Yeah, James Earl Jones definitely killed Abraham Lincoln <laughs> <laughs> on his way to uh, audition for Star Wars. Oh, John Wilkes Booth. There it is. Thank you. There we go. James yeah. L. Jones. <laughs> just Darth comes Vader up, killed Abraham Lincoln. Imagine he comes up with like the fucking gun behind your head and just like says some shit in Vader's voice. What a way to go out. <laughs> yeah. Not only is he not s- sneaking up on you because he walks up and he's like, <laughs> like, he's like, I am your father. And then just <laughs> blasts it. Have either of you seen James That's L. A- Jones in the original Conan movie? Yeah, I think he's in the second Conan movie with uh, Arnie. I have seen neither of the Conan movies and it's a real sad point true. in my life. Same. The first one's like pretty. I mean, it's like Arnie in his prime, so he's like absolutely just jacked, and it's like that, that man is great. It's like kill someone, sleep with a woman, kill someone, sleep with a woman. That's the plot of the movie, basically. So, see, see, uh, that's how you solve all of the problems in the world. One spoiler right alert, there. right? My favorite scene is that I think he meets a woman traveling or something after he's killed a guy, sleeps with her. She turns out to be some like <laughs> evil spirit, and he fucking throws her into the fire. <laughs> that's amazing he just, burnt alive he just manhandles her and throws like this woman Tuesday. in the fire it's amazing <laughs> is that right, the same that movie is that the sure. same movie where the meme from like you know how the meme from like two muscle muscly guys are like doing the like oh, the, two the handshake we can do it together oh no that's yeah, from that's uh, from the predator but it, <laughs> I, that scene in predator at least is like the funniest fucking scene I think in all of cinema in like all of cinematic history, it's just like so centered around the two guys. Oh no! Did he freeze up for you too? Yeah, he froze up from. There we go. Oh no! He's unfrozen. Oh, oh, oh he's back. <laughs> oh no, we're frozen we apparently. <laughs> no, I think we're good. I think we're good. He's catching up to us. Wait, am I are here? Gonna, Can you hear me? Are we gonna? Like, have a break and then like continue. No, we're yeah, we're we gonna keep you. fucking. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna keep rolling. Yeah. Just fucking keep rolling. Just All right, cool. Keep rolling. Okay, I think we're good. All right, technical All right. difficulties. I think I was talking to Chris before. My Mac is on a uh, uh, high Sierra, which is now two and a half years old. So th- this, and every time I talk with Vinny before we record, I'm like, man, I really need to upgrade my software, and I never do. So that's that's the that's really the basis of of, of uh, all of the technical difficulties in our podcast. Anyway, back to Predator. 
Uh, just biceps. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Solid. Beautiful. Uh, biceps solve all world problems. Have either of you seen Predator? Yes. Yeah, Predator's amazing. That's definitely like one of my favorite movies. It's just, it's just the pinnacle of like 80s action. Yes, it's exactly that. Yeah, so it's, would, it's fantastic. Would you use uh, the Predator to eliminate uh, DJ? I mean, if I could... could if I could convince him to to not wipe out the rest of the population and take out Trump, I mean that's the ultimate trophy, right? I guess that's what predators do. They're there to take out like the ultimate. They want the ultimate trophy, right? Isn't I feel like eighties eighties action could could definitely uh, help us out here. I feel like um, some Jean Claude Van Damme would like come through and just. You know, do just, do the splits just, and then kill him with a kick. Do the, split, do the splits and like splits <laughs> off his head or somehow somehow I don't know how it would happen. He'd like be spinning and doing the splits in between two Volvo trucks. It'd be great. Was John Claude like still sure. relevant when you guys were growing up? Because like me coming into my mm. late teens is when his career started to die. He he's I mean he's clearly like relevant enough for me to know who he is and know what movies and things like that he was in but not not relevant enough for me to like have nostalgia around him see that's because i think when i was watching any of his films they were they were old at the time Uh, okay see like i lived him being like the biggest one of the biggest action stars he kind of he seemed to come in when like arnie was still big but less big like he was the next big thing because he was younger than arnold but yeah because like so and i always get the like i'm for sure gonna get timelines mixed up but um chuck norris like when was he relevant in all of this because he was also a really big action star is this after that? i think he's way old because he was in one of the bruce lee films and that's like the 60s that's true. That's a very good point. Chuck so Arnie, is that fucking he's also old? one of those. Oh, Ch- Chuck, yeah, he's Chuck fucking Norris ancient. is fucking old, dude. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you would. He's also on immortal, him and he would become... like 100 percent immortal. <laughs> 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 fucking vampire. Jeez, dude, he's oh, 80. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. God damn. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that is actually insane. I remember watching a bunch of like his films on like I think they played him on Comedy Central when I was a kid when I would stay home Chuck in Norris, summer. That's so depressing. You're like an action star and you're playing on Comedy Central. God, how depressing. Yeah. <laughs> I always I, they had a bunch of weird stuff. That was also like all the mesothelioma ads that would come up and all of like the late night uh girls gone wild ads on on Comedy Central. They had a bunch of weird shit on there. It's great. Whenever whenever Chuck Norris comes up, I always I always think of uh, the scene in Dodgeball at the very end where he's just like fucking <sighs> going to town on some chicken wings. He's like fucking Chuck Norris. <laughs> that's it. That's that's my Chuck Norris story. Thank you for listening. That's solid. Solid. I'm gonna go and write my paper now. See ya. Solid. See ya, buddy. It'll be just uh, just your host, Vinny, and I. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I got to I got to live like John Claude was like huge, and also um, the tail end of uh, I had his name in my mind. I totally just quarantine brained it. Steven Seagal. That was the other one I got to live Ooh. where he was like the pinnacle of like action as well. Like, yeah, love him. Lo- well, I don't know if I love him now, but I loved him back in the day. Who's like yeah, um, good call, good catch? Who's like pinnacle of action nowadays? Like Chris, who do you think of like? When it when you think of like action movies, like 
fucking. God. We're like in a we're in a culture of like of remakes of movies. So like, I don't know. The, the, yeah, I don't. I it don't has really to know. be. Like, it would still it be, has the, to same be the Rock. Oh yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, I don't know why. Or, or like, um, <clears throat> Jason Statham is. I, I the only reason I he comes to mind is because Hobbs and Shaw. Um, yeah, I see, but that doesn't even feel like the pinnacle because it's no. not like a recurring thing, you know. Like, like there are those pinnacles of, of, like a certain typecast. Like John Claude Van Damme was in every action movie, I, everywhere. I feel for like a while, Rock, you know? The Rock is 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 as close as you can get to that nowadays, though. Tom Cruise, I think, would probably be the other one. Tom Cruise, I think, would actually probably be a. A little bit old now, but I think of our generation, like of, of the people who remember it, I think because of the Mission Impossible films, he was solidly like the action guy. But, and he, he like did his own stunts and stuff like that, which is such an old school thing. Like Jean-Claude Van Damme did a lot of his own stunts and that was what made him insane. Is Oh my God, he's actually out there. Whoa. But isn't that funny though? Because like he's not what we associate with an action star. Like he's not like huge and like just absolutely like ripped like the rock is yeah but neither were like i mean like chuck norris wasn't really like ripped like he was strong but he was like a good fighter you know he's like black belt <laughs> he's a black belt he's <laughs> a black belt you know bruce lee wasn't wasn't ripped you know he was strong obviously obviously g- great shape trained for true true decades yeah but like not ripped i don't know i feel like the the whole ripped stereotype is like one one type of thing that I think The Rock just holds on to because he was able to escape the whole wrestler thing. <laughs> Which as is has, weird, right? Like, as, that's John Cena too now, right? Oh, yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I think John Cena does. Sylvester Stallone has to be in that conversation too, right? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. 100%. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one for sure. But that's also like what he was he's he's that person because of Rocky and Rambo, right? Yeah, I think. Well, yeah, those I mean, old. I guess the Expendables movie, he's like old in those, but Yeah. Uh, I Did that do well? Is that a thing? I've never seen a single Expendables. I feel like I've there's seen There's like the first three one. of them, aren't there? Yeah, there's three. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm sure there's you could tell me there's 15 of them and I would believe you. <laughs> You know the other one too. I feel like he's less known, but he was another huge name growing up for me. Was Dolph Lundgren? I I just came <sighs> across him. Like I'm kind of researching like like uh, top. Fi- this is a list by IMDb top fifty actors in action movies. Um, and Dolph Dolph is number three. What a name, by the way. Ooh. What a first name. Dolph. Yeah, dude's yeah. got like three just degrees. Like ridiculously intelligent. He blew. Him and Sylvester Stallone, so I was actually at Comic-Con years ago, and we were at the Expendables panel before the movie was released, and I always thought Sylvester Stallone was just this, like, meathead action star who had, you know, a pee up there, and I was just shocked at how, like, charming and funny and intelligent he was on the panel. Like, he had me dying, but he just could hold a conversation. He was, like, incredibly funny. It totally, like, spanned him on a new light. Like, I just thought he was just this, like old ass action hero from the eighties. But when I saw that panel and, and found out like he's been writing movies for such a long time as well, or doing screenplays, like he wrote a lot of the, the Rambo screenplays. I was like, respect. Oh, that's pretty awesome. I love when, I love when you, you have that happen with like, like people that you, you see in, in a movie, but they're like different in real life and, and it's drastically different. Right. 
Uh, I really enjoy that. Or we're just in general in the charming. I'm I'm pretty upset that we didn't think about this one. Fucking Uh-oh. Keanu Reeves, dude. Oh, the greatest man on the internet. Like, come on. Oh, I mean, not, he's yeah. got to be our, like, I mean, started with the Matrix, obviously. And then the whole John Wick franchise is just giant. Yeah. It's it's big. I I would argue that it's maybe not giant well, for, yet because it's what two movies. No, I mean we're on John Wick three. Yeah, and yeah, that's fair. I mean, f- f- in regards to action movies, at least I think a lot of people highly re- like really in, like take those with in, the in Matrix. Hi- yeah. Well, no, no, I I don't know about the Matrix. I mean that that that's okay, but like John Wick, I feel like a lot of people were excited about the John Wick movies in the last few years. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, they're like some of the greatest action movies in in our era, for sure. I guess he was also in like Point Break and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Speed wasn't yeah, he in like one. Speed or something? Too? Yeah, was... is that an action movie though? Speed was good though. I, I, whatever you want to classify that as, that was a good movie. I like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you want to classify hey, uh, it as. Drew, uh, do me a huge favor. Fuck yourself. <laughs> what if I could, but. Um, so what would you, how would you, what, what problem would you, um, take on Chris, 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 Chris? So this is probably relevant and it's a legitimate answer to this question, but it might be too serious for this, for this podcast. Uh, I would, I, I wish so badly that I could remove gut feelings <laughs> because people are really shit. Like humans are really shit at judging virtually everything like Risk is a huge one. Success in any position. Yeah. Like not even scientific, literally just like the ability for, for anybody to, to judge whether or not somebody is going to be successful, whether or not they're going to be good at a job, whether or not they're going to be a good leader, whether or not you're going to do something that's going to get you hurt, whether or not you should vaccinate your children because you're a moron, you know, like <laughs> things like that. People's ability to like that gut feeling that whatever you want to want to call it that gut feeling is like one of in my opinion the most detrimental things to humanity because it leads to issues like uh like clickbait titles that you see all the time that are influencing media and influencing politics and all this stuff and like that is fundamentally not the problem of people who abuse it it's a problem that people believe it and that is extremely problematic for like a thousand other reasons so you uh, don't believe in human you don't believe in the uh, ability or the human ability of intuition like you you just think like intuition is is well I shouldn't say that I think you you're saying humans are are bad at it right Yeah absolutely people like any time that you that you actually analytically try and assess whether or not somebody is is can can actually predict the outcome of like any given situation and i'm talking about like even the most minute things like short of just simply like when i drop this ball it will go towards the ground yeah like outside of just sheer fact stuff like any time that it has anything to do with predictive stuff anytime that you're dealing with the future the future is unknown and humans are unbelievably bad at predicting that myself included and this this comes down to like everything the per- like the reasons why we always complain about the people who get promotions at at any job and i'm sure every single person you've ever talked to has also complained about the dipshits who get promotions at their job the 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 reason why we complain about the leaders in countries and the reasons why we hate the failures in systems is because predicting the outcome of anything from a human perspective from like a not analytically driven perspective is virtually impossible 
And sometimes you're going to be right. But like statistically, in every facet of life, you will be wrong. So I think I know how to fix that. So you're just going to buy some of Drew's healing crystals and shove them up your ass. <laughs> just shove them right up your ass. Just go in right up your ass, dude. It works, dude. Yeah, Trust that's... me. I'm speaking from personal experience. Yeah, I'm pretty sure once you when it's once the crystal is in your anus, you just go outside and face your ass to the sun and it recharges your body, and then you don't trust Ooh. your gut feeling anymore. That is beautiful. I love that. It, the, sci- the actual uh, science behind it is that the crystal absorbs into your anus, and now yeah. the crystal has infiltrated your white blood cells. And so um, <laughs> now whenever your white blood cells are, are called into action, maybe say for healing or anything, it slowly removes all of the intuition that you had in the past. <laughs> Um, they're really like super cells. Uh, it's, I really, I just have one question for you, Drew, you know, just one, if that's okay. Uh, why they have to be white? Oh God. Uh, both drinking rosé right now. That's, Mm -hmm. that's where I uh, bow out of this conversation. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, to be fair, Uh, that's that. Go ahead. You know, I was just going to say, that's that's my big problem with the world. I think that, like, if if we boil down a lot of the problems in life and and the problems that plague, like, every part. If I, if I had the ability to, like, fight one problem, I would, I would, and I have no clue how to fight that. It's the problem, right? Well. I think it's just human nature that we, sh- that we suck ass at it. But that would be, that would be my, uh, my hill to don't, die on. Don't you think that, that that is more of a problem or causes more problems with the people um, kind of uh, the people not in power, I guess you would say, right? Because I so, don't think I don't think people in power and uh, powerful people m- mostly, I, aside from the maybe the most powerful person in the world, operates off of intuition. I think a lot of people in power are very calculated with what they do. Oh, not fucking Trump. Okay, so no, I know that's that's that was my one that was my disclaimer uh, okay. because. That fucking idiot operates almost entirely off of intuition, and it's killing people quite literally. But right, but like, how do those people? How do those people get to that point? Right. If we, the the more you boil it down, the more it comes to like. So like, let's say in like most democratic societies, which a lot of the world is based off of democratic societies nowadays, aside from China, which I know is a huge portion of the world. But like, elected officials in some capacity, in any way. How do those people get elected? No, I think they. I think they take advantage of the of the uh, intuition of other people. And the, I don't and even think you should. You, I don't even think you can say it takes advantage of right because let's say that they are being altruistic. What are they being judged off of when when that happens? They go and they campaign and they they go on these tours and they talk to people and they and they do all of that right. They're being judged off of their ability to present themselves. They're not being judged off their ability to lead. They're not being judged off their ability to execute plans. I know. They're being judged off their ability to present themselves. My, They're literally salesmen. My point, my point being is that, though, you're focusing on the people who are judging them, right? Not the people in power. That's my point, is that, is that the problem is of the intuition of the, of the people electing, electing people in power, Right, because you're sure, but like you could also solve the problem from a from a core perspective. That like if you solve everybody's problem of of having shit intuition, yeah, you could just solve leaders' problems. But at the end of the day, the reason that somebody's in power is because they're good at selling themselves. Which, regardless of if that's a bad thing or not, is is a skill that is irrelevant once you're in the job. 
right? That that system is is completely irrelevant. Mm-hmm. You would rather ba- be based off of something that you've done in your past, you know, like like how you apply for jobs, right? You're usually judged off of something that you've done in the past that you've proven that you can do. Uh, kind of. And that, yeah, to a certain extent. I'd say like most, like mo- most not entry-level jobs will be based off of something you've done in the past. And even most entry-level jobs will be based off of something that you've tried to do in the past. Um, I don't know if you could sell yourself good enough i think what you did in the past probably doesn't even matter that much that's a fair point yeah and that's also to based off your, people's inability to actually judge yeah, yeah to, to right to prove my yeah. point right you could sell it but let's let's assume completely altruistically that they're just trying to sell themselves as honestly as they possibly can they will ultimately be not judged on their on, on their actual leadership ability they will be judged on their ability to sell themselves to you to pitch themselves it doesn't matter what the product that you're selling is it matters how well you sell it right so ultimately, even if that person ends up being a good leader, the judgment of the person putting them in power is the problem. Mm-hmm. No matter what, even if that system ends up working, the onus ultimately lies on the person putting them in power, mm-hmm. right? Mm. Yeah. That, that will always be the case. Even if you solve the intuition of the person going in, you're still putting a person in power whose skills are not the skills of a leader, the person who's being put into power, even if they, if the, if if you leave everybody else the same, if that person's intuition is the best, they're still not a leader. They're being put in that position of power because they were good at selling themselves. They're good at being salesmen. They're figureheads, whatever. Right? That still doesn't solve the problem. I think you'd have to solve it at a core level and, well, and, and simply say that like people suck at I, it. I don't know that. I don't know that. I mean, maybe I would argue that that. Um, being able to quote unquote sell yourself as part of good leadership. Um, yeah, I could see that. I could, I could see that argued, but right. what portion of, what portion of campaigning is being a leader? Well, I mean, I mean it's true. I don't it, think there's like, really let's just look at our system. Yeah, right. You're 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 literally just pitching yourself. That's that's all, right? You you can say things you've done in the past, I guess, right? You can you can show previous records of of something, but well, by that logic, then you don't still, you don't you don't believe in like job interviews. Or, um, no, yeah, because that's also like genuinely. This is like this is not baseless, but. Even job interviews are oftentimes completely irrelevant because you you hire the people who tend to be good at selling themselves. And and yes, that is a skill, but there have been plenty of experiments done on people who are incredibly effective, but who are just not outspoken or who care about other portions of the job than being able to sell themselves. Um, And that's always been my biggest argument in jobs when I've never moved up is that I have always wanted my actions to speak louder than anything I've ever said because I'm not really one to like toot my own horn a whole lot. So that's always Vinny's a great example of this because he's fucking legendary at his current job, which <laughs> took him a long time to get to, but is fantastic now. And I would say is probably an underdog if you're if you're okay with me saying that. I think that you going into it was was fair to say that you were an underdog. And you fucking crush, my friend. Like, that is a great example of, of somebody who is now in a position of power. <laughs> who, we'll call it a position of power. 
marginal power. I don't know. What the fuck <laughs> you want to call it? Uh, marginal power. <laughs> Pretty sure I'm getting that tattooed uh, somewhere on my body. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll be there to sign it underneath. Um, like you know, just a little bit of power, but like at least in a position uh, of some power, and it worked out right. But he was not. He was not like the loudest person about it. And I don't think that I've ever heard Vinny ever toot his own horn in any capacity. No, like I've I like always even in the slightest capacity. I always feel like I do a good job and that I I do something meaningful. But yeah, I mean, that is the sad thing about the interview structure. For the most part, is like you said, it's all about selling yourself. Like, and that's exactly what campaigning is. At least with politicians, it's all about getting up there and be like, "I'm going to build a fucking wall." <laughs> you know, that's a fucking great idea. It's also. Right, yeah, but it got it, it gets people out there and it gets them talking about it because even that psychologically is the thing that matters is is simply like that idea that like no what is it no press is bad press that whole thing and I know that's ultimately wrong bad like if you're a I don't know child molester that's bad press right there are definitely instances of, of bad press but like a lot of times simply being talked about is enough Just being loud like I know most of the things that are going on with the Trump administration right now. I couldn't tell you what the hell's happening with Biden. I honestly couldn't, simply because of the fact that he's not being as obnoxious as as Trump is. And so, to me, it's not nearly as interesting to watch. It's not nearly as uh, as engaging. And so, I don't care about it as much. Now, that doesn't ultimately mean that I'm going to vote for Trump because I'm I'm watching him more. But I can assure you, for some people, that might be true. Because he's just out there making a ruckus, banging pots and pans around, and just being loud. That that fault of humans to just care about the thing that's in front of them. Like, think about it in a more real-world scenario. There are people that I'm sure that you know who have gotten promoted simply because of the fact that they were the squeaky wheel. They were just loud. I legit- that <laughs> That's so funny that you said that, because I legitimately wrote a fake uh, research proposal on this um, uh, last semester. Um, that that the uh, the squeaky wheel gets uh, gets the grease right, like the saying, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Like it is true, and it happens in the corporate world, the professional world a lot. Is that the person who is loud enough about their achievements, while their achievements might not be as much as maybe the next person's achievements or someone else going for that job? The fact that they're loud about it and talking about it all the time, um, it, it it's almost and this is what Chris is talking about, but it's a fault of, of humanity is that, is that when, when it's being talked about, it's at the front of your brain. Right. And so you recall more what the, you, you, you remember the squeaky wheel more than you do the wheel that works. And so, um, no, I, I, I do, I do get that, uh, a lot. And, and I think honestly, dude, I, I think that this is more of an American culture issue than a humanity issue, because I think other countries, um, and other cultures are less individualistic, uh, and more, uh, communal, um, and thus, um, probably doesn't operate in the same way, at least, at least to the extent, uh, as in America. Maybe to the extent, but I can assure you that it is a, it's a it is a natural nature of human beings to be this way to to have terrible gut instincts about everything. There was I don't a, think that's there was a teacher. I, I, sorry to cut you off. I don't think that that, that no, is um, uh, distinctly human either. I mean, if you're if you're boiling it 
I, I guess to focus on the squeaky wheel, right? Like in nature, a lot of times a struggling, well, mo- sometimes I think, I think it's almost 50, 50, but like a struggling offspring will get more attention from the mother than one that is thriving. Now there are some cases where the, the mom will just eat that kid, eat that kid. Yeah, that's what I felt like, like was going to happen. Baby, right. Which, the which maybe like, we should start doing as humans. You're fucking slowing things down. Yeah, like you're a, you're a snack. So this is where we yeah, pause uh, to promote cannibalism here on without <laughs> definite name. <laughs> without definite name, brought to you by cannibalism. <laughs> Try your friend today. <laughs> eat eat your baby that has diabetes. Go to cannibalism.com slash without definite aim to get 10% off your next human. <laughs> what way do we have to... Dude, that's, all of, that's all our sponsorship is worth, dude. 10%. <laughs> Just 10%, dude. That's all it needs. Hey, you know, that 10% matters. I get that, Chris. I don't think it's ever, I don't think it's ever changing, uh, unfortunately. No, yeah, but. I, I, I definitely agree. It's, it, I think it does come down a little bit to like simple, just like humans the way that like our brains work is that we oftentimes well not even the way that that like our well not not the way that we oftentimes do things like our brains reassociate things every single time we think of them again and every time we hear of them again right those synapses become stronger and we associate those more quickly and then also the way that like psychology works is that we appropriate the things that we're familiar with so the like the squeaky wheel getting the grease also gets more attention and gets more like more familiarity gets more comfortability you get like a lot of these things that that lend themselves really really well to uh to to politics politics in in particular um what i was going to say is there's like a very interesting study done by this guy who this teacher who like went to bolivia and did a random raffle with kids uh like with with um student faculty or student faculty what's the what's the student body president people that whole thing what's that what's that group of people called pt pta p no not pta it's like the student the student body president is part of is it just the student body yeah it was a it was known yeah. as asb in in my high school sure yeah Associated we called it asb too yeah. student body right yeah <laughs> Yeah, so like they and and what he did was he just did essentially like a, a raffle. Anybody who was interested in wanting to be part of the student body could do could just enter a raffle and they would just randomly select one. Granted, they also had ways to get rid of those people if they weren't contributing, but they just randomly put people in. They would draw beans. So if you were interested in being part of it, you could be part of it. And they found that the people who were like soft-spoken oftentimes or not very like into the whole program early on were oftentimes people who just cared about a different portion of the work they weren't necessarily people who didn't care about the whole work they just cared about different portions and not to say that they always turned out to be the people who worked harder but just to say that the people who would have normally campaigned ended up not being the people who ended up being really successful in those groups Uh, they oftentimes were people like me who dominated conversations and were who way way too outspoken, and that ended up not being very successful when we're talking about teams. Uh, you know, there there's there's bad sides of that, and those types of traits actually ended up being detrimental to people who are working in a in a team like that, who are trying to be uh, part of a successful group of people who are bringing everybody up. Having one individual that's really really strong willed and really really powerful is not a good thing, and those are also traits that are really good when you're campaigning so those are actually ending up putting people in power who are worse at the job and ultimately will drag the whole thing down or just be a a, a wrench in all the gears 
uh, very interesting study found. They are starting to implement it at some schools in the U.S., and I'm very interested to see how that, that works out. I'll share that with you later, Drew. Anyways, uh, so uh, butt farts. Let's move on to funny topics now. Uh, no, I need so, to. I need to share what what problem I would fix in the world, and I'm really excited for it. But I, yeah, that's why I, I said butt farts. This is not a butt um, fart. Uh, this is not as as well researched as Chris, but um, I feel like, it, and this is just off of uh, kind of gut feeling and intuition. Um, just kidding. Just kidding, Chris. Uh, I feel like if we got rid you're of a bitch, uh, oh, what did what did he say? <laughs> I said you're a bitch. Oh yeah, I am a bitch. Okay, um, I, f- I I feel like this would solve a lot of problems, but if we just got rid of money, um, like like go back to a barter system. Yeah, entirely. If we if we went back to like a services driven system where everyone brought some sort of value, uh. And you could still, honestly, you could still operate, I think, uh, and I again, I haven't done a ton of research into this, but I think getting rid of uh, the, the money system, obviously capitalism goes out the window um, and you start transitioning more into like a, everyone's afraid of this word, but like a communist, communist society, um, would get rid of a lot of issues that we have in America uh, because right now, at least I feel, um, A, you have money all up in politics um, that I think is very like extremely detrimental to our society um, <clears throat> by, by, by way of, of the big pharma, um, by way of even like you, you take a look at the or, an organization like NRA um, funding politicians campaigns it, it's money in politics is a huge issue but i think even larger scale to get rid of money you get rid of the uh wealth the the fact that the wealth gap is is continuing to increase at least in this country um exponentially uh and at a at at great cost to the people who are at the bottom end of of the um, earners gap and again this this brings a lot of this there's a lot of like intertwined issues here to talk about and, or maybe not talk about save for a later date but you have you have racism and, and institutionalized issues um, but I feel like money is at the core of almost everything wrong with America and that's me criticizing capitalism in general um, because again capitalism hinges on money I mean, it just it just does. It's all about make how, how can you make make money? How can you make the most money? Uh, how can you take advantage of the people um, working for you to make more money? Um, but I I do think that if you were to get rid of um, if you were to get rid of money in general, I think it would solve a, a, a I think a lot of issues at least worldwide. I mean, just think, even poverty, to, to a certain extent, um, would not be eradicated. I'm not naive enough to think that because you would still have people um, taken advantage of. But uh, I, think, I think it would maybe make it better. I don't know. I'm, just, I'm, I'm kind of spitballing because during this conversation, I'm thinking, okay, like what, what, what issue do I want to solve? There's so many out there. But I think all of it 
can boil down to money. Yeah, I can say that. So Chris is you yeah. said yeah. you said that yours was gut feeling, right? Like eradicating people's gut feeling to a degree. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like if we're really boiling it down, like if we're really being specific about it, I should say, uh, maybe getting rid of people's inability to judge anything in the future, Pe- people's inability to predict things accurately, uh, is, is probably probably the thing that I would go for. Um, yeah, money. Getting rid of money. How would you like? Is is there exchange of goods? Would it just be a barter system? I think ultimately, right? Like. Yeah, there has to be some exchange of goods, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like when, yeah, you, absolutely. So, like, how would I pay you when you do sexual things to me? Um, like with a chicken? Sure. Yeah, food. <laughs> how, if you have how a farm, chickens for how many chickens for a beach? You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, I would take a chicken a beach. <laughs> <laughs> I would take a, a chicken tendy for one peepee touch. Ooh, <laughs> you touch the peepee for one tendy? Yeah. Ooh, I like. A pee pee for a tendy? Right. Uh, I don't know why I, I just had this. I had this visual of me like standing on the corner with a, a cardboard sign that says one pee pee touch equals one chicken tender. Yeah. It's got to be one tendy. One tendy, gotta, yeah. One pee pee for one tendy. I think we need to get to make that <clears throat> sign and then have you stand on the street and we'll, pho- we'll photograph you. As long as you're wearing a shirt that's like got like the you know the the thing where you like tie it up like this, you know. <laughs> Why do I feel like I feel like Drew's done that like that shirt tie th- a few times? I feel like maybe absolutely he has. Also, he absolutely missed it. He had his phone out. He did not see me do it, and I'm so happy about that. No, you gotta you gotta do no, you gotta I do g- the thing. No, I understand how to do this. What what a, did, do you think I didn't go through fucking fifth grade? Like Jesus. No, you didn't. Not. Not once, at least. What there. the fuck's that? What's that, what's that got yep. to do with, yeah. do with fifth grade? I'm so confused. Uh, it was in his fifth grade curriculum at horror school. I feel like, dude. I feel like, <laughs> got him. I feel like fifth grade was like when you when you were doing the fucking stupid ass shirt thing, right? Uh, I think it's when we all saw Daisy Dukes. So yeah, that that would make sense. Fifth grade boy has Jessica school. Simpson really fallen off. Anyways. Um, <sighs> Rough. So we've solved all world problems. Is it time to talk about something a little lighter? Uh, is it an unpopular opinion of sorts? <laughs> no, because I think that's too dark. I think that's that's too dark. I'll just I'll just get really dark with it and and just like really kill the conversation. I think it's time for how much? Ooh, yeah! All right, it's time for how much with your host, Vinny Bornin. <laughs> well. With some tense conversation, let's lighten it up a tiny bit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Guys, listen. you knew this would happen. No, it's true. You ask this question on my week. Yeah. You come into my week I, and ask that I, question? Between like your answer, Chris, and Drew's, like that's most of it. Because like when I when I think about like one of the things I'm probably most passionate about is like pollution, which stems in many different directions. You know, accountable to some degree for like. Uh, global warming and other factors and a million other things but yeah Trump was the funny answer so I went with it <laughs> uh, you're not wrong I think I think honestly our two answers probably just like 
divul- diverge with, yeah, with they fucking diverge Donald Trump. on yeah. fucking Trump. Uh, also, the environment, really, that's the most Australian thing I've ever heard you oh say, you God. son of a bitch. Oi, crikey, mate, our Great Barrier Reef, yada, yada, grog, grog, I need to okay. save the Sydney Opera House. It's going to flood. <laughs> I mean, it looks I don't pretty, feel good about that Australian accent. I, I don't feel yeah, good about it. Felt it. A That's little, right. it felt a little Scottish, I'm not going to lie. I think you've just been doing the Scotty one a little bit too much. Yeah, I did that right before we started. Anyway, uh, I introduced how much, and then we kept, kept talking about world problems. Vinny, what do you got for us, dude? Um, I'm just taking a look at my uh, little group of uh, how much is here. All right, this this is kind of... I feel like this is a good one to post to both here. Okay. How much to shit your pants at a big family gathering <laughs> and explain to them that it is some kind of performance art you are working on? <laughs> no amount of money. And also no amount of chickens. Just none of it. But one PP Absolutely not. What the maybe fuck, one pp dude? touch but <laughs> dude absolutely not there is literally no way you could get me to do that in any situation you wouldn't do that in front of your family you could say i will give you all of the money i would give you all of the money and i would say all of the money what do you mean all of the money how much is that and you'd say all of it and i'd say what how much and you say all of it and then you'd shake me and i'd say oh no <laughs> I feel like I'll be honest. Okay. I know I, I, Joe, Drew is like, oh, Vinny under, undercuts how much he's going to do just to like fucking one up everybody. I'll be honest. Like, I don't really want to shit my pants in front of my family, but I, there's an amount of money I would do it for. And I'm thinking about that right now very hardly. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And Chris is Chris is lying to uh, lying to us that he wouldn't take all the money in the world for this. I feel like, uh, considering yeah, he doesn't have any family, so he just can shit himself in the in, in the in his <laughs> fucking back room and be okay with it. Listen, guys, I will never shit myself. I'll I'll let a I'll let a freaking chocolate bar leak out of my asshole, but I will not shit myself. <laughs> you okay, shit yourself? It's just uh, no. I'm kidding. Of course, I'd shit myself. I never have shit myself. Actually, general question: Have you guys shat yourself? I've shit ever? myself as an adult. Yeah, once. Dude, that's yeah, so, that's so well, basic. Can, to can hear. I know? Can I yeah, know the circumstances? I mean, it happened. Is that okay? So I was, uh, I, I was walking somewhere. This is when I was obviously still in Australia. I was walking somewhere. It's when I lived by myself. It's there's so many stories I fucking tell in this podcast, and my mom doesn't know these stories. I feel like oh, I've told yes. the story to my, I, you <laughs> know, you tell these stories amazing. to you, you still these tell these stories to your wife. You know, I'm pretty sure my wife knows I shit my pants once, or she'll probably say, "No, I don't remember that," and I'm like. No, I'm pretty sure I told you this at some point. Anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, I was walking somewhere. I don't remember what I was walking. Got a stomachache. I'm in like a suburban area. So it's like, there wasn't like I could like, there was really no place. It just hit me like a fucking thunderstorm. And uh, yeah, I like rushed to try and get near a tree or something and sit down. Started coming out of my shorts. Oh, no. Whoa, dude! Just uncontrollable. Just, just terrible. Yeah, I, I have never had the situation where I feel that that like I would have lost control of my bowels, and I find that feeling to be terrifying. Well, like I cannot imagine a more terrifying. Thing. You've had a no, bad stomachache, which has you've which has mm-hmm. followed with diarrhea, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. I still like, I, I've definitely had that. Yeah, I've definitely had that. But there's never been a point in time where I've even like remotely questioned whether or not my butthole could keep, keep the flood. No, listen, out. No, there's, there's those... sometimes, no, sometimes when you're, when your gut is bubbly enough, you just, you just, it, it's the, it means the world to just let out a little gas from time to time. And sometimes when you have bubble gut, um, you know the gas. You think it's going to be gas, and and it's it's wet poop, and so. Uh, See, this is why you never trust a fart. I was told this as a child, and I have stuck to this rule: never trust nah, a dude, fart. You, there's times when you can trust a fart, and there's times you can't trust a fart. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I feel like hot, I have a like pretty. If, if you feel your butthole is warm, you don't trust the fart. I know, but but. Sometimes, you know, it's just like, I think, I feel like I farted, you know, not, not 30 seconds ago. This should be fine. And then it's not, it's not fine. Um, having said that, I haven't shit myself as an adult, but I was a young, like a, like an old, like a young teen, um, that was the last time I shit myself. So, uh, and I do plan on doing it again at some point, especially for say $50,000. Okay. In front of I'll your take, family, I'll that's take, how much it costs. I would take it's like 50, 50 grand to do it in front of your family. What would your mom think? I don't, okay, we've talked about it on this pod before. I've called my mom a cunt, so that's not a good. That's not a good. Uh, <laughs> I remember that's that. That's not a good <laughs> measurement of like whether or not I would do something in front of my mom. Um, so, I shortly after I called her a cunt, I did say that. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're like you beauty, um, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think I think I think fifty G's is like, like hey, you know, bang, you know, maybe bang on a glass. I want to. Can I show you guys something? And you know, maybe I would like grab my guitar just as a little farce and just like so that that they're expecting like <laughs> <laughs> a performance. You know, and then just like fucking oh, like turn, man. like put the guitar down, turn around and shit myself and, and be like, ta-da. <laughs> I think I would take like... <laughs> if you can play, concentrate on playing some kind of harmony and allow shit to run out of your asshole into your pants or shorts or whatever that's you wear. That's terrible. That's amazing. Like, I don't know. No, I'd be too focused I, on the shit. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, it's hard enough to play the guitar and sing at the same time, let alone play, sing, and shit yourself, I feel like would be really difficult. But I feel like that would also cement myself as one of the great artists of my time, right? Like, this guy did fucking everything at the same time. He sang, he played the guitar, he was tapping on a drum, keeping the beat with his left foot, and he shit himself. <laughs> Performance art. That's- that's gonna get you some uh, social I, media blow up if you can if you do that as like if that's your schlick is like playing the guitar singing a song and shitting your pants all at the same time you're gonna blow up TikTok I mean you know I don't know yeah it'll be a thing that the kids do you'll see them out in parks and they'll be recording themselves <laughs> playing music and shitting yeah. themselves yeah no, I feel like there's some marketing uh, potential behind this as well you know like like you said Chris any any press is good press so let's do it. I hate you. Is uh is fifty G's? I, I'm starting to think that's a little too much, but I think I think it's still a little low. I just like no, maybe I just have issues. I have a thing with my family where like I have the most. I'm the most self conscious version of myself around my family. Drew knows this because he was at my wedding. I like did most things in my wedding because I just needed to prove to my parents that I was in fact an adult. And keep in mind, 
They weren't paying for any of this. This was nothing that they like they had anything to do with. They just had to fucking show up. That's all. But I like didn't want a taco truck because Alana wanted a taco truck. And I was like, no. Then they would think I'm a Big child. mistake. Anyways. Huge yeah. mistake. It would have been so much better to have a taco truck. And it was so stupid not and to. And honestly, but, like uh, the most unadult childish thing perhaps of all time is shitting yourself. So like there's. That's yeah. why I would not do it for any amount of money. It's just like you there's something go. deep in me that's just like I, ugh, I can't. You would. Put a number on Mm-mm. it. Nah. Nope. See, it's funny, like, I, I proved to my family nah, I feel good. like that I was adult enough by marrying a beautiful American lady and having children and a family. You have three children. I was about to say you have two children. I was like, wait a second. No, no, no. You've had children twice, but you have three children. It's true. Vinny, <laughs> how, how much? Uh, this one I feel like I'd have to go higher on. I don't really want to shit myself in front of my family, but I would definitely do it. Um... Four or five grand. You know? I don't like I don't want to pronounce I don't You are a cheap date, my friend. I don't want to like announce this either. I feel like you just maybe like go to the corner because let's be honest, like this is obviously it's gonna fucking stink, it's shit. But maybe like you know, head towards like you know, I I I have enough respect well, I have a lot of respect for my family that I'd kinda like separate myself from them and I'd probably just like start shitting myself and kinda look up them like, oh, Oh, <laughs> what? And then... <laughs> what happened here? <laughs> See, I think I would I would have to like fake a, a stroke or something like that. That's like the only way that oh, I could no. reasonably do it. Because then my parents would be like, oh, clearly he's an adult because he's having a stroke. You'd have to, yeah, a seizure. <laughs> you think your parents yeah. would really judge you that much? They'd be like, oh, you're a child. You're shitting your pants. Like, when was the last time that you shit your pants? Ow. I don't think they're that judgy. I think I just have like a weird Wait, complex. Vinny, how much, uh, okay, how much did enough, you say? Enough. How much did you say? Because I, uh, I, I froze. Like, three or four. I feel like I would do it for five grand. Oh, Jesus. I'll shit myself with fucking white pants. I mean, I don't, I have like. For 5000 <laughs> really? Is that worth $5,000 to you? To like have shit I mean, all up in your shit. Why? You go straight to the shower, wash it off. Like, yeah, shit's not nice. I don't want someone else to shit on me, but in, at least it came from my body. In so. front of your mother? Yeah, my mom's... See, I, I feel like... she would judge me on that. She'd be like, oh, it's gross, but okay. Yeah, he's artistic, I guess. Artistic. They would believe it. I can tell you right now. I can tell you right now with my family. They know, like... I mean, I don't know that they all know the degree to what I've done art, but I've definitely... I have an acquired taste for, like, strange art. So if I told them it was, like, a performance art piece that I was working on... I, I feel like I could sell it to the majority of my family. I don't think they would question it. That's because your family has shit intuition. <laughs> hey, got it. Full circle. <laughs> hey. Fucking got him, boys. <laughs> got him. Oh, man. All right. Oh, God. So, I would do it for 50 Gs. Vinny is lying to himself and would do it for 5000 And Chris is also lying to himself because he would do it for all the money in the world. That was how much with your host... Vinny Bourne. Thank you, Vinny, for keeping it light and weird as always. Some, sometimes you we need it. You know? fucking welcome. Somet- sometimes, yeah, I mean, you know, we got, we I got just want nice answers. And... Hey, on another hand, too, if any any listeners out there want to submit a how much, we'll throw it into the mix. I'll put, I'll, we'll, we'll make some way to make it mysterious to Drew. Tell me, 
tell me and also the listeners where they can go to submit something like that. You can go to our lovely Instagram, which is without definite aim podcast. Got it. Boom. Got it. Yeah. Feel free to DM us on there or even just drop it in, in the comment section. We'll, we'll, we'll get to you. Uh, it's something that we pride ourselves on. Um, in fact, uh, I, I admire Vinny and I really appreciate his Instagram prowess, but, uh, for those podcast <laughs> listeners who are searching um, other podcasts who are searching for likes, views, and follows, uh, get the fuck out of our mentions, okay? <laughs> yeah, I will, yeah, I will can, uh, fucking go ahead fight and fuck you. themselves. Dude, it's ASAP. true. If Drew you, knows this. Drew. If you pull up to our Instagram page. Dude, I don't even have an Instagram. If you pull and I know up this. to our Instagram page and you throw some fucking shit uh, against the wall as a comment and hope it sticks. You best know that Vinny's coming with a shovel to beat the shit out of you. Okay? That's my biggest <laughs> Instagram hit. Like, I will tell you a new asshole if you <laughs> cut, and, cut and paste a comment that you've cut and pasted on a million other pages and it's that obvious. Yeah. I've done it. I don't, I don't care who you are. I will do it. Legitimately. I enjoy it, too. Like, legitimately. And obviously, if you've gotten this far in our podcast in this episode, you've listened to our podcast before. But legitimately, some fuckboy posted on our instagram right underneath one of our previews and said this is really good information thank you keep up the good work and none of our pot and that's how we yeah. knew <laughs> there's no information in any of these they're fucking bullshit Dude, yes. literally not yes. not one bit of our fucking podcast is informational okay it's just two dudes shooting the shit being random and obviously um, and then and a robot, and a robot, uh, and robot, and a robot interjecting his stupid opinions every fifth episode. <laughs> I really want to throw something uh, at my camera. By right all now. means, do it. I hope it breaks. Anyways, thank you for listening, everybody. Like Vinny said, you could go to our Instagram page at Without Definite Aim Podcast. Go to our Twitter page if you want to check us out there at WDA Podcast. We also have a YouTube page, so go and check us out on YouTube. That would be great. Um, and don't forget, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and last but certainly not least, Spoodafoo, or Spotify, as normal people say. Um, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We would really appreciate it. Please. Please. Please, as Vinny says. Thanks for listening. Chris, thanks for being here. As always, we'll see you on the 65th episode of Without Definite Name. Ciao. Yes. <gasps> Thank you, Chris. Bye. Bye.